Hello. Hey, Emma. Yeah. Hi, it's Tony and Ryan. Emma. Oh, hi. Have, oh, have Emma, we surprised you? Not. Have you? No, no, I forgot. Oh. Fucking I live in La Vida Loca. You, for, you thought we were a scam? I know, and you didn't even offer me a holiday. That's so rude. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Well, your tax is due, and this is the Australian yeah. tax office. <laughs> <laughs> Press nine and type in your birthday. And your credit card number. <laughs> uh, well, Emma, will you approve this podcast and send us a fee? Yeah. Oh, great, yes. go! Hi, it's Emma from Mackay, Queensland, and I approve this podcast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Tony and Ryan podcast. Hello. My name is Ryan, the vice captain of the ship, the butter to Tony Lodge's bread. And I'm Tony. I'm the Tony Lodge yeah. that you speak of. The yeah. other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now... A warning for people who like horses coming up. And why have you scrunched up your face? Because we could never afford to have a horse. Um, well, that. Um, Is horses a rich people thing? Yeah. Exclusively rich people or yeah. majority rich people? And I feel like it's a very particular type of, like, horse people are, pardon the pun, a breed of their own. That was a good pun. Well, there yeah. is a Tarpa horse rider that listens to this podcast whilst on the horse. Okay, well, great. Love horses. And do we have a story for you? Oh. That's coming up soon. Okay. First up, I want to talk about working from home. WFH. It took me a while to figure that out, that that's what it meant. Like, hey, guys, I'm WFH. I'm like, are they down to, no, that's not right. And then, (laughs) oh, they're working from home. Okay, righto. Like, it took me a second. Do you like working from home? Obviously, now we've both just quit our job. Yeah, it's good. I just don't like commuting. It's the in-between bits that do me in. I, I don't mind commuting. I like the excuse to get dressed and leave the house because without it, I don't. You don't. I was, gonna, yeah. I was just about to say, you're allowed to, but yeah. you don't. You don't. But I just don't, like, you've got a dog that you need to walk and stuff. Yeah, like that I get to walk. Sorry, but, like, it's, that like, I get to cuddle. a good excuse to, like, leave the house mm. a couple of times a day and stuff. How long do you reckon you've gone without leaving your apartment building? Um, oh, the longest would have been like during COVID when it was, yeah. when we had, when Torbs and I had But COVID. I mean literally not leaving the building. Yeah, when we had COVID. So se- how long? The seven days or whatever. Oh, and how did that? Well, it sucked. What about not COVID though? That oh, you just it never wouldn't got be a- that long. Like days though? Um, no, I don't, oh, maybe a couple. <sighs> yeah, brutal. Like settling in on the weekend or something yeah. and like already having food in the house or yep. whatever. Yep. Um, so when you find out that someone's working from home, yep. what are the what are the workplace setups that you're assuming in your mind? What are the couple of options that people are doing, do you think? Oh, so I always think that if you've got like a kind of chill job, you're probably just like on the couch with your laptop on your knees. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the other option, I guess, it, lots of people don't have like an office or a spare room. Yep. It's like working at the kitchen table on like your hard wooden chair or whatever. I think that's the, I don't know if cliche, but that's the common one, I think. When someone goes working from home, yeah. I'm laptop on the kitchen bench, sitting at the stool, got your coffee, yeah. had this. You and Torbs have a spare room, which has become the... Which is our like studio slash office, office. slash yep. yeah, work room. All right, so... My mate Marcus mm-hmm. just had a baby. Congratulations, Congratulations Marcus and Beth. Marcus. Uh, Marcus is hot. I've met Marcus. He's just At had a baby with his, his wife. Yeah. But, you know. You know. You know. know. So with the last few weeks of the pregnancy, he mm-hmm. said, I'm going to work from home because you never know when it's going to be happening. What does Marcus do? Doesn't he's he's a, near, I thought he was a nurse. He can't do that for a moment. Or he's a social worker that manages a department at a hospital or something. Oh, so he was able to do that from home? Yeah, so he just said, hey, any minute we could get the call to go to the hospital, can I just the last few weeks of the pregnancy work from home? Because, you know, I could be on at any moment. I don't want to be on the other side of town. How nerve-wracking. Yeah. Do you know I have, like, wrapped up calls. So this is when I had a job Mm -hmm. and I was working from home. Um. I've, like, wrapped up calls because I'm like, oh, Australia Post is coming with my brand new dress yep. uh, from the internet yeah. shopping. <laughs> from from, from the, internet the internet shopping. shopping. Um, so I'm going to have to go. Yeah. Like, that stress is enough for me, let alone being like, I don't know when my baby's coming, so I'm going to have to wrap I'm this up. I'm going to have to wrap this meeting up. I'm about to become a father. Yeah. So anyway, How stressful. Yeah, so I said to Marcus, oh, so you're working from home and they've got a, a three-bedroom townhouse, beautiful place that in Coburg, lovely spot. Oh. And I said, That's oh. That's a cool part of town. Yeah, it really is. I'm jealous. It's a great spot. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, so working from home, what's the setup like? Oh, and then he explained yep. to me, I don't know if what? you, Tony, are going to be flapped by this or if this is something that you'll actually be a little bit impressed by. Because okay. you, you could go either way here, right. depending on the mood maybe. And Marcus doesn't normally work from home, correct? Correct. This is, so this is just like for his wife to give birth, he's like, I've got to set something up. Got to set something up. Okay. Wow. That, even that's a loose term. Oh, okay. So I go, where's the setup? Where, yeah. where are you locating yourself? And he goes, oh, I just sit in bed with a laptop. <laughs> And not just like, oh, just get stuck. Like, and then I'll move to the desk later or if I need to take a break or if I'm doing. No, no, no. That's My what... eye's twitching. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually twitching. So how do you feel? Because I feel like you could go both ways because there's a part of Tony that doesn't mind settling in on the couch and maybe, you know, having an easy afternoon with something on in the background. But there is also you like your space, you like to be organised, you like to know where everything is, it's in reach, I'm comfortable, I'm yeah, set up for a meeting. That's I don't the, want people judging me because they can see that I'm in bed. Yeah. I just think as well, like, you're. it's really bad for you to, like, sit in bed. Is it? Yeah, like, it's not good for your back and stuff because it's your not... Your hips and all your... Yeah. Um, and also, I just don't like to work in bed because my... Be- I think I said this last week, I like my bed to be, like... I. A place of relaxation. Yeah, it's like a wind-down place mm-hmm. where, like... How would you feel if your boss, not just a colleague, but your boss yeah. was on a Zoom call, you're all in at the office, and your boss is clearly in bed with it on his lap, <laughs> and he's just, you know, got a Bonds T-shirt on, got a coffee in his hands, like, yeah. oh, so what's the plan today, guys? Oh. Would that fuck you off? 
I don't know if it would fuck me off, but I'd probably be like, bro, is that, like, all good? <laughs> like, I'd probably feel a bit uncomfortable because I'd be like, okay, you're probably not wearing pants, first of all. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's anything yeah. going on south of the equator. Yeah, once you know the doona I mean? starts, the clothing stops. Yeah, and I'm thinking that probably, like, his wife is going to be, you know, nearby. I'm like, is she laying in bed next to him? Like, <laughs> how- did you just wake up? Are you? Is your laptop going to kind of shift to the side and I'm going to see a sex toy or like <laughs> a ambiguous tissue? Or, or just, just Marcus. Yeah. yeah. It's, though, oh, yesterday <laughs> you and I did mm-hmm. like a Zoom chat thing to yep. just to plan and stuff. Yep. And I was on the couch. Yeah. Um, but I've got like a one of those laptop tables. What you, like a stool? No, like a, it's like a C-shaped table yeah. and like the feet of it go under the couch and then it kind of goes over you. So it's like you can really? perch up. On, yeah. Oh, my. Why don't you just sit at the table? No, because it's like if I want something a bit different, I guess it's the equivalent of my bed. If I'm like, oh, I need to like, like if I'm doing something super creative <laughs> yeah. and I don't want to be sitting at my. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like, do you remember those? Um, like dinner. a hospital table. Yeah, yeah, but it also has vibes of the, you know, the dinner tray um, that people would have had in the 80s and 90s oh. that had like a cushion in the bottom so you could like yeah. eat dinner on a the couch. Stable table. A stable yeah. table. <laughs> <laughs> Mum used been... to give me one in the car, like on the way to Broome. If on we the were, road trip. Yeah. Get your so stable could, table out. So that I could eat or like colour in and it had like polystyrene on Is the Is anyone using the stable table to work from home from the couch? Fucking... Props to you if you are. <laughs> I, I rate it. I You're like it. it. But not in bed. <laughs> oh, no. Have a, get oh a grip. Goodness, yes. Get a grip. Get a grip. <laughs> Hi, it's Emma from Mackay, Queensland, and you're listening to Tony and Ryan. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Thank you to a few of our champion tuppers over at our Patreon. Thank you so much for buying our exclusive content, all the bits and pieces. I, I just posted a, my first blog. Oh, yeah, from the desk of Tony Lodge. Yeah. Sorry, desk from the desk of Dr. Dr. Tony Lodge. Tony Lodge. Thank you very much. Very impressive. A lot of good feedback yeah, on the blog. I liked the, yeah. writing the blog. It was lots of fun. I liked the concept of it. Did I you? I didn't like the aggression towards... 
okay. myself in it. All right. Well, if you are part of our Patreon, then you know exactly what we're talking about. Um, but a few of the people that would have seen that. Uh, Matthew Delph, thank you so much. Ella, Alyssa Wilson, Vicky P, Ernst Anderson, Elise Campbell, Nat Tarrant, thank you so much. Abby Onbashi, CJ Groves, Nikki Bow, and Louis Chapman, thank you so much for being part of our Patreon. Now, last week on the pod, we heard a story about Tony Lodge and Bunnings. Bunnings oh. being the big hardware store in Eltham. Yeah. And you had to go Eltham. to the big hardware store in Australia. <laughs> Eltham's my local Bunnings. No, it's not. <laughs> Are you joking? Not now. No. Come on, mate. You, you just said Eltham's my local Bunnings. Yeah, like for my life. It's, it's just down the road. Yeah, but it's not now, though. It's not it will your local always Bunnings. be. Everyone's got their local Bunnings. No, my. It's literally the local one to you. That's what it's called. My um, what do you call it? stepbrother, half brother Adam? He used to drive forty minutes to the Bunnings Frankston because he goes, no, nah, no, nah, that's the best one. That's my one. Yeah, right. And I feel like people don't just go to Bunnings's; they have their Bunnings. Yeah, I guess so. So if you needed something from Bunnings, you drive to Eltham. You wouldn't just go to the one in Hawthorne. But I think more like handy guys are the kind of. Guys who would go and get multiple things and see what's around and, you know. Yeah. It's like a Saturday ritual that they'll go to their yeah, bunnies and right. do their thing. The one in Hawthorne is really good. There's heaps of parking there. So, well, that, that's what you judge And most that's how on. I stress. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tony has to go and get a plunger because... Um, just to quickly uh, recap what happened, um, Torbs flushed some paper towel down the toilet, not realising that it would block it. I then did a... My morning poo in the morning, not knowing that it had been blocked. It turned into poop soup after we tried many home remedies to get the clog to. And you're both too embarrassed for a plumber. Uh, we were like, we could probably fix this ourselves. No need to call in the professionals. Uh, probably should have. Uh, and I ended up going to Bunnings and decided I wasn't going to ask anybody for help. I wasn't going to talk to anybody uh, and got recognized by a couple of separate people. I had to buy a plunger. Um, ended up having to ask for help because I couldn't find it uh, and then got home. Fixed, though. Toilet's fixed. What do you like when you buy toilet paper from the supermarket? Is it also a bit awkward? Because anything that, that just, like, you're going to get a plunger, we know why you're getting a plunger. You're here to buy toilet paper, well, we know where that's going, don't we? Do you still get a bit <sighs> awkward even though we're fully grown adults? Is it still a bit weird? I think, yeah, I am yeah. a bit weird about it. I am, yeah. Absolutely. I'm also really weird about and this is so stupid, and it's the fucking patriarchy, I get really awkward buying, like, pads or tampons really? or, like, knickers from Kmart or bras. Do you or, have to go through the self-checkout so you don't have to, like, look anyone in the eye? Or, like, if I'm just going to the shops to buy, like, pads or tampons, mm-hmm. I'll get like a million things so that I look like I walked past and went, oh, and I guess I'll grab some of those rather than being like, I need I'm some here tampons. for a reason. Yeah. One plunger, nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. So Tanisha's message through. Hi, Tanisha. She said, I know that you guys probably already know this yeah. and it's the same for many professions, but we don't care I know. at all. I know. Tanisha said, I worked at Bunnings and the amount of university and college kids asking me for materials that are clearly being used to make a bong <laughs> is staggering. They come in, they're awkward. Hey, can I just get a bit of a bit of hose and a bit of a pipe? And yeah, a- do you guys have a vending machine with Gatorade bottles? Yeah, can you get a lift? <laughs> and it's like they're like trying to be like, oh, yeah, no, we're building a thing and we're putting yeah. some. Uh, the, and they're like, hey, mate, 
I just sell the stuff. I don't give You're a shit. You're obviously building a bong. Yeah. But aisle 12. Yeah. We put the hoses the and everything together. <laughs> together. The bong aisle. <laughs> the bong aisle. She goes, we literally don't give a shit. Um, you might have seen my reply to that comment. Oh, you've seen that. What was it? The thing about that is yeah. that, and this is not to, um, we do not endorse taking drugs, obviously, yeah. but, like, that's kind of, like, a cool thing to go and buy. A plunger is just so different. Yeah. Though, having said. Do you think said, it's a flex? Well, not really like when you rock up to the bottle shop, like, when the bottle shop when you're 18 yeah. and you're buying heaps of beers and you're, you're like, like yeah, yeah, man, I can buy beers. I'm buying beers. Yeah. I'm having a big night with the boys. Except I guess the equivalent is like getting weird buying condoms. Yeah, and being like, I'm fucking. I'm fucking tonight. <laughs> like, what are it you should doing? be a flex. Like, you should walk through and be like, yeah, I'm getting laid. That's why I'm buying condoms. But it's also just like, oh, I'm buying condoms. Like, I hope I don't run into anyone. Well, apparently the the size of the condoms. Is oh, is that a flex? Well, it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't know. Uh, is it- <laughs> slim fit, extra long? Have you got any of those? <laughs> for extra slim, extra long. It's like a pencil. <laughs> it's like a chopstick. <laughs> Do you have the extra wide but the real short ones? <laughs> <laughs> You mean a water balloon? Yeah. <laughs> we got some gloves in the like kitchen department. You could Cuts probably grab up. them. From. <laughs> the thumb. Uh, Taylor Reed, who we had dinner with at the Karen's restaurant. Ah, Taylor. Um, and she told many of back from Bunnings. working at Bunnings. Yeah. Uh, during lockdown, this man rang, demanding to be allowed immediately into the store because in lockdown you had to like book a time and yeah, there was I a remember. big waiting list and stuff like that demanding that he need to get a plunger for an emergency. Oh, he's like, I can't book a time. I just need to come down right now. I need to get it right now. Even though we had, and this is crazy because Bunnings is so popular and busy in Australia, 2,500 orders ahead of him. Oh, I was definitely one of those. We bought heaps of shit from Bunnings during lockdown. I told him if it was dire, he should probably call a plumber instead. That's a good point. Because the plumber, they can actually just come in because the like the trades. It was emergency. Yeah, well, the, and they're in the biz, so they can just come in and they've got, they're different to like the consumer. Oh, because no. it's like B to B. No, she probably wasn't talking about get the plumber to go and buy a plunger. She's probably like, if it's that bad, call a plumber to your house. Oh yeah, but then if if you do actually need yeah. stuff, he can come and get it. Like seriously, just call a plumber. Yeah. Uh, he then informed me that this is serious. We have five toilets in the house oh, and so every one. single one of them is blocked. Where will my kids shit, says this bloke as he comes in. They've got four kids five at home. Toilets. Five toilets, four kids at home. So I'm assuming like it's a five-bedroom. Must be fucking huge house. Yeah, and the kids have just gone. Was it fucking one, Beck Judd? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> How, do, how does every toilet get blocked? How the fuck does someone end up in a house with five toilets? That is fucking, they've won lotto. They like, have. who the fuck? We've got we've got two toilets. And you guys are living the dream. Elite. You are elite with your two toilets. Because when one of them was blocked, I was like, oh, I really need to do a week. Can I use the other toilet? And Tools was like, yeah, 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 that's fine. And I was like, I really don't want the other one to get blocked. See, when, like, when I had an issue at my house. There was no backup. That's it. Don't say backup. Don't say backup. There was a backup because we, that's why it wasn't working. Mm, mm. Um, I just can't believe how you get into a situation where five of your toilets, are, like you're making the same mistake when you get to five three, times. When you get to three, you're I, like, all right, everyone, show me your hands. <laughs> Stop putting things in yeah, the toilet. Who's do- yeah? 
Um, I agree. Holy shit. Last week we spoke about secondhand mattresses because my mate Dave, mm-hmm. after my mum was done with hers after 20 years of sleeping on it, yeah. Dave so goes, So you oh. were conceived on it, yeah. Well, there was a lot of discussion about how and where I or where I wasn't conceived. <laughs> um, and so basically my mum sleeps on this bed for 20 years. It's a queen bed. My mate Dave's got a single when he's 15. He goes, oh, I'm looking to get a queen. I'll take that off your hands. Mandy, I'll grab that off you. Yep. Monique DeRosha. This is on a, the treadmill. This is a great fucking point. I feel like the general consensus is nah for the secondhand mattresses, yep. and I totally get it. Yep. But we are all out here staying in hotels without giving it a second thought. Oh, I could never get a secondhand mattress. Someone else has slept on that. What do you think happens in hotels? Every time I go to a hotel, says Monique DeRocha, I wonder how many people have banged in this hotel bed before. Yeah, there'd be a lot of, like, come. Uh, for people who couldn't see Tony's brain ticking over trying to find a less a graphic word. word. I'm glad that's where you landed. But there, w- it would be like milk powder. Like <laughs> it would just be like all broken up and like. If there was a ratio or yeah. percentage of like, say for any given night in your house, what's the percentage likely chance that you've hooked, that you've like had sex? Uh, Do you feel like that ratio is way higher in a hotel? Yeah, because even if you're not having sex, you're having a maz. <laughs> You're in a hotel, you're rubbing one out. You have it, you fucking, you are. Like, and if anybody. It's not a float tank, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they got a bath, they're all good. They got... Honestly, as if you've ever stayed in a hotel and you haven't had a maz. Even if, like, you're staying there alone, you're having a maz. If you're staying there with your partner, you're probably fucking. There is cum getting on that mattress, <laughs> whether there's one of you, two of you, ten of you. Okay. I would just like to point out the yeah. contrast mm-hmm. uh, between me wanting to say, do you think there's like a slight difference in the ratio? Yeah. And Tony going, I hear what you're saying, but what you're trying to say is... There's cum everywhere. <laughs> and I stand by that. <laughs> because what what better time? Huge TV. You probably ordered some room service. Don't want to go out. You're wearing a robe. The robe just sets you up the makes robe, you feel great, doesn't it? It's... There's something about, like, the way that the cherry toweling rubs on your nipples or something gets everyone excited. There's just something about the, the vibe of a hotel Can that some, just gets you going. Please let us know in the episode thread if, A, the terry toweling on the nips also does it for you. but Don't also know if that's d- science, but yep. <laughs> <laughs> and just the ratio in general. I yeah. Think, I think. Uh, We're like staying in a hotel yeah, I know. this Ten- week. Tonight. N- now. Are we in separate rooms? I fucking hope so after that chat. Jesus Well, Christ. we're coming either way, <laughs> whether we're together or not. <laughs> uh, Alicia Schmidt. Now. Is that a fake name? No. <laughs> Alyssa. Alicia. Anyway. <laughs> fake name by accident because nah, you can't read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia. Uh, Is it Alicia or Alyssa? Don't at me. Okay, sorry. I went for a ride on my. Now, okay. Can you write this down and tell me how to say the name of her horse? I actually cannot write anything down because you didn't print me a thing and I don't have a pen. I'll type it. There you go, mate. Yep. C-O-Q-U-I-N-E. Because for me, that says Cochrane. Cocaine? Cochrane. Coquine? Like equine? Coquine. Coquine. Cochrane. Yep, that'll do. I went for a ride on a cock ring in the morning 
And it was all well at first until I decided to put the podcast on loud. So what she does is she listens to the podcast while riding a horse, yeah. right? Good but she you. doesn't want to put the headphones in because you've got to be aware of your surroundings. Sure. The same like how in a car you shouldn't ever use headphones or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and But because they're out in the middle of nowhere and she's walking a horse, it's fine to just – she has it in her pocket out loud because yeah. there's no other people around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she can hear the podcast, but she's also aware of her surrounds. Or so she thought. Alyssa said, what a stupid fucking idea that was. Oh. All was fine until Tony came up with the Lego gray, uh, Groundhog Air Hog story. Oh. It was all right. I was having fun until Tony let out what sounded like Satan having an asthma attack and Cochrane fucking lost it. Yeah. Because the horse is hearing the screaming and the moaning and the horse is like. Oh, Bruh. my God. And um, actually, what, what the horse would have sounded a bit like. <laughs> Uh, terrified by the, I've got an author on our hands here, folks. Terrified by the demonic screeching, the horse bolted, trying to run from the monster. It's a fucking episode of the Saddle Club. What the fuck? That puffed and wheezed from her back because that's, that's where the sound was coming from. Uh, I bolted. <laughs> I was holding on for dear life, which is not easy when the horse's mane is shorter than the list of words that Ryan can pronounce correctly. As being displayed here, yep. One hand on the reins, I tried to get my other hand into my pocket to stop the horrendous howling coming from the wicked throat of Tony Lodge. Um, I'm actually not going to take the blame for that one. I feel like workplace health and safety, workplace horse and safety. You should know what is potentially coming. And that is when you're not staying in a hotel. I was going to say, what's potentially coming, and that's Tony in a hotel room tonight. After almost being thrown off twice and a nasty pain hitting my back, I managed to get my phone, pause the podcast, and calm the horse down. So now I do not only have a lingering back pain, but I've also discovered that the only things besides butterflies that scare my horse is Tony Lodge and the horror that comes from her mouth. Straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very sorry that you got injured. Obviously, that's never my intention for anybody to be injured. Well, it, to be it's actually my intention. When I <laughs> when I step into this studio, I think, how many horse riders can I fuck with today? That's my goal. Yeah, I obviously did, don't want that to to be a common theme for people. But I mean, I've got another talent. <laughs> I can talk to horses. Oh God. <laughs> Talk to or scream at? Talk to. They understand me. Why did you Kath and Kim think? They understand okay. me. You're a horse girl. Don't call, don't do that. Why not? Have you ridden a horse before? Uh, like when I was a kid. Yeah. Horse people are just, they're all interesting, aren't they? I don't know, I don't know a horse person except Alyssa and her Do you really not know horse? any horse people? It must have just been where I grew up. I grew up in the hills, ah, okay, right. like lots of orchards, lots of people around the place. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the, the hills of Perth. Yeah. Some interesting characters out there. Yeah. What did you love to see this week? Um, we received this message on Patreon from Kayla. Hi, Kayla. G'day. Um, and she shared with us, hi, guys, thought I'd share that I finished my law degree. Yeah. Woo! The Tony and Ryan show have their own lawyer. Really? Yeah. Well, you heard it 
again, straight from the horse's mouth. We've got a lawyer. Kayla is now our, our lawyer. The Chief legal lawyer. officer. Yeah. Um, but Kayla had messaged previously saying, like, oh, I'm going through my exams and stuff, listening to you guys, you're keeping me going. Um, so it was really, really cool to kind of it come full circle and her say, I've fucking I finished, I'm all done. Jeez, yeah. that must feel good because so a law congrats. degree. Imagine all the reading and the studying oh. and the essays and, oh, God. Also, just imagine being like, <laughs> I'm a lawyer. What a hot thing to say. Tony has a big thing about, would you say, doing it for the, the flex of it? Oh, yeah. And the flex of being a lawyer. Yeah. Were you talking about this the other day? Yeah, we were. Going but it was school? just at your house. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. Off air chat of Tony just being like, fucking lawyers, how cool is that? It was me being like, should I get into law school so I can say, yeah, I'm just at law school? And I was like, you realise you then have to do the work and then you change the tune. Yeah, and then I was like, yeah, let's just do this podcast day. I just want to tell people the law school. I don't want to do the law school thing. Uh, Alex Davies, an Australian football player for the Gold Coast Suns. His mother and the mother's whole side of the family is from Japan. Yeah. Have you seen this guy? No. Uh, Incredible athlete, uh, Japanese guy. So he's 20 years old. He's played just like his second or third game for the Gold Coast Suns. His grandfather flew from Japan to come over and watch his grandson play. Aww. And he doesn't speak much English. He uh, he doesn't really know much about Australian football because it's a weird game that's only played in one country. Yeah. But on the scoreboard, they cross to him with the camera. He's got his son's hat on. He's got the scarf on. Aww. He's got the biggest smile on his face. And he's just so proud of his grandson. And he's just loving the occasion, loving it sick. And I was like, oh, how good's this? So the Gold Coast Suns win. And in Australian oh. football, um, at the end of the game, the winning team will, like, get in a circle and, like, sing the team song. Yep. So they invite the grandpa into the rooms and he's in the circle, like, with his arms oh. around him. And all the players came over and, like, shook his hand and, like, said welcome. And, like, the coach, like, wrapped his arm around the big grandpa and he just had the time oh, of his life. That is so sweet. And he's so proud of his grandson playing football in Australia. Fucking young athletes. Yeah, and he's, and he's got, he kicked a goal as well. And then oh. he's like cheering and waving the flag. And the fact that they won. What oh. a, fu- like, could you plan that better? Hey, fly for Japan. We got beat by 10 goals. Yeah. Like, you suck. Yeah, how embarrassing. We win. Fuck <laughs> How embarrassing. Is that your grandson? Nah, the other Japanese yeah. guy. <laughs> nah, we're just local to the area. Yeah. I thought we'd check it out. Just checking it out. Uh, but good on it. Alex Davies is the player's name. He loves oh. Oh, I love to see that. All right, we'll chat to you tomorrow. Yeah. Love you, bye.